morning. Bobby, Ernie. good morning. Hey. It seems like a such a long time since I've talked to you. Yeah, I've been uh, missing our conversations, but life has been so full and rich that uh, that compensates somewhat for it. How are things with <laughs> your family? Yeah, very much the same. We had uh, lots of good things happening. Uh, the big uh, progress point is I have a, after we spent some time praying together uh, last Monday, uh, we decided to for me to find a new counselor uh, rather than a psychiatrist. Uh, which I okay. found encouraging. And then uh, my dad found this really extraordinary guy who um, is in Campbell near here, and I'm scheduled to meet with him on Wednesday. And the thing I loved about him, when I looked at his website, he's like been trained in like 12 different methodologies, everything uh-huh. from existential psychology to Bowen family systems. And so I talked to him briefly when we scheduled the interview, and the thing that uh, struck me with him is that he's a learner. Yeah. Uh, most people who go into psychology or therapy as a profession are fixers. They really mm-hmm. want to help people, and they find a small number of tools that work well for them, and they go with that. But this right. guy, uh, from you know what I've been able to say, is he just uh, loves learning new and different ways of doing things. And uh, when I told him I broke my last therapist, he actually laughed uh, rather than getting offended. So, right, uh, right. Uh, so that's really encouraging. Uh, you know, I think I, the word I kind of got when we were praying about this uh, was that I really needed a, a, a helper, uh, uh-huh. a paraclete, you know, right. which was a counselor, an advocate. And I realized, you know, that's the thing that I would really help me the most if I felt like I had an advocate, someone who understood my situation. So my father-in-law has more or less the same verse, a high priest who is unable to sympathize with my weakness. And because of the broad and eclectic nature of my interests, I haven't really had a decent mentor for uh-huh. decades uh, yeah. because usually I'm kind of pushing the boundaries uh, of any given discipline. And so I, I'm really praying that this guy will be somebody who is um, – uh, he asked uh, in this intake form, what is the thing you look for in a therapist? And uh-huh. I said, someone who is emotionally and intellectually secure enough that they can see me uh, A, accurately, and B, healthier. Uh-huh. And I realized, you know, that's kind of what I want for myself. I want yeah. to be emotionally and intellectually secure enough that I can see other people accurately, uh, first accurately, and then healthier. Uh, and uh, I feel like that's probably what my family needs from me too, is that I am secure enough that I can see them as they are and also see what they need from me. Uh, Otherwise, what I need from them uh, or where I'm lacking obscures my vision of those things. Right. So I'm excited to see uh, what God will do. I don't know. Uh, these roads are rarely straightforward, but I, should, I shouldn't say that. Um, I've had a lot of things happen where, uh, in the last couple of weeks where things that normally would be really tedious and difficult suddenly sort of miraculously fall into place. It's like the therapist. Like, in the, like 12 o'clock, we decided that I should see someone, and then by 6 o'clock that night, I'd already found someone and booked the appointment. Yeah. So yeah. that was 
so that's a sign of like, okay, maybe we've done the hard spiritual work so that simple things become simple. And mm -hmm. so uh, trying to stay in that surfing of the wave of what God is doing rather than trying to force things or having to wait for things. Yeah, that's uh, great. That was, yeah. So that's what's been happening with me. How about you? Oh, well, been uh, very exciting. My, you know, you, um, I remember, don't remember how many weeks ago it was, but you said that uh, uh, something along the lines of the swiftest growth path is accepting and embracing the pain with God's presence rather than trying to get out of the situation. And um, yeah, it was probably right uh, when you were about to start the the uh, DBJ type thing with Janet. So probably about uh -huh. three weeks ago, three or four weeks ago. Oh, right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, that uh, that was very that was a helpful shift. In fact, it's led to some further thoughts. Um, yesterday, the so on Sunday mornings, instead of a regular worship service like most Christians are familiar with here, um, we have a, a training time where we meet around tables, and the man who's leading this is Cowboy Tim's church, right? Yeah, right. Yep. So uh, although we don't call it a church, it's Impact um, Multiply Training. And um, the, he gives us some principles. And then we generally crowd into too short a time, a time around the table where we're basically doing a variation of Discovery Bible study with support and encouragement for one another. Anyway, uh, he had another assignment this past weekend. So he asked if I would lead the time and I had several insights along the way. One, just as I was driving there, I felt like uh, the Holy Spirit showed me that, I mean, I've known, you know, you learn more through making mistakes than you do through success uh, when things work out the way you planned. So, uh, but the point that I learned, discovered in that context was, so when I'm praying for guidance, that doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit is going to lead me to the the first round being something that is successful, that uh, he's going to lead me to try things that may not succeed, but that I'm going to learn a lot from. And that, uh, that I have filtered my sense of guidance by, do I think this really will work? Am I pretty confident this will work? And uh, I was just freed up to go ahead with this, uh, you know, it was an adapt adaptation of some things we did with DBJ and some other things. And I just, I gave them a written instructions to follow without any modeling and set them free. And at the end, a lot of people hadn't really understood and followed the directions, but everybody had a great time and uh, felt- Well, could you, could you rephrase that for a second? Is that people didn't follow the directions yeah, uh, and maybe didn't even understand the directions, but they had a great time. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, so, that's, so that's, did that? What did what, what did that look like? Did that um, did that mean that they had something like the experience you were hoping, but in a very different way, or they had a very different experience that you were okay with that? Uh, they had a, the experience I'm hoping for, which is they uh, shared support and encouragement and engaged with the scripture and are asking the Holy Spirit for uh, adjustments and assignments. And that's the paradigm that 
Timothy has, you know, been coaching them in for months. So this was not a raw group of Christians that are still steeped in the church tradition. Uh, this is the basis. So they knew kind of what the goal was. And um, the other thing that uh, struck me, so Timothy's the first pastor I've run into that says, uh, I won't tell you what to do. That's the Holy Spirit's job. Um, so, you know, people come to him. And so I joked with the group there. I said, so Timothy asked me to, you know, he has another assignment this morning. He asked me to take his place. So I asked him what he wanted me to do. What do you think he said? <laughs> he said, <laughs> he said Talk whatever to the Jesus. Holy Spirit wants. But, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, but I realized afterwards, after, you know, I mean, this is looking back, it's a failure to recognize this in advance, but uh, I, uh, I laid out a process I wanted them to walk through and things I wanted them to experience. And in effect, I was telling the group what to do. <laughs> Right. So Timothy wasn't telling me what to do, but I was telling the group what to do. Uh, I think if I next time I have an opportunity to do something like this, I would say, now, this is the first the, the goal at this point is to is to achieve this, you know, support and encouragement, whatever. And here's one way you can do it. But if the Lord, if you've got another experience and want to try something different, uh, follow the spirit's leading. And, uh, you know, work with your table, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and to your table. And here's a reference. Here's something you can try. So that's uh, that's my processing of how I'd like to be more in tune with the spirit and less and less tied to a specific process that I'm uh, dreaming about. But so part of this was uh, for the first time, my wife came. And uh, my daughter, the one, uh, the daughter is with us, who I've been doing DBJ stuff with, and also our son. And we ended up with our own table. Um, uh, there were five other tables or something. And uh, just going through that together as a family, what we went through, what I'd envisioned, and it was very rich. And Jackie really enjoyed it, and uh, it was all uh, positive. That's great. Yeah, it occurred to me that maybe next time. You, you mentioned that you didn't model anything. You just gave them some instructions. Maybe next time you could try it the other way around is you just say, hey, let me just show you this one idea that I've had and you just model it for five minutes. And then you say, you know, then just do what you want and see how people are inspired by it. Yeah, I actually, my, that was my plan, but we ended up getting there late and I didn't have time to, uh, oh, there are other <laughs> people that I could have done, worked out the modeling with. Uh, but, you know, this time, it, it, this felt like what I was supposed to fail in so that I could learn. And uh, yeah, so I, I, I do think the modeling is valuable. But the thing I think the Holy Spirit wanted me to learn was don't try to control the experience people have and what they do. Uh, give them something they can draw from, a resource they can draw from, and a vision they can aspire to. Um, but don't try and control how they get there something like that mm. yeah it's interesting like another way to do that is because it's interesting like, I, i'm really fascinated by this idea of trying to find non-directive ways to lead people right mm -hmm. so certainly you can just be non-directive completely and like do nothing and just people right. just show up but then you don't really get but like so for example another thing i thought of doing is that you find people that you notice had an unusually good or deep experience yeah and and then you have someone just share a testimony. It's like, oh, we did this thing here and this happened. 
And that right. just inspires people. And people can either imitate them or they can riff on that or uh, whatever, or just, you know, feel really good and then go back to doing what they do. And I often wonder if that's um, underutilized as a, a way to draw people forward. Timothy's done a good job of inviting people to, uh, um, to, you know, share testimonies and also sharing testimonies on their behalf to illustrate this idea of hearing from the spirit rather than from Timothy. Um, and yeah, I think we can do more of that. All right. So, um, and if we're ready to move forward, I think the next thing on the agenda was talking about this uh, communion of the betrayed, what we originally called soul shift. You mentioned yeah. that you've had some thoughts about that and, um, this might be the week to move forward with that. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm interested. Uh, uh, we, we've been through the upheaval of court case going against this and then, um, the joy of reconnecting with my daughter who has some things we can help her with. And so Becky and I are, squeezing in a bunch of time for that over the next couple of days. Um, but uh, uh, I'm expecting the dust will settle again soon and uh, I'll be free to uh, engage. I'm, I'm, it might be that following the experience Sunday morning that Jackie would be, uh, might have some interest in joining us or um, um, I've also just texted Jamie again to see if uh, he's got, um, time and interest in talking soon. He did uh, text me out of the blue on, uh, I think it was last, a week ago Saturday, to say he had a free moment and I wasn't free then to talk. But... Okay, so, um, yeah, so have you thought about, so what do you think is the next steps? Do we want to try and plan something? Do we want to just kind of wait and see who shows up or speaks up for the next couple of days? Cell phone and car keys, just hold it in your hand like this. Cell phone, car keys. Oh, I'm think, I guess my, my immediate thought is to, uh, I, as I said, I just texted Jamie and um, to see if we could set up a time uh, in the next couple of days. I would uh, love to have you describe to him what we're envisioning and see what additional perspective and thought he has. Um, to enrich it, but I think we also have, you know, if, if that doesn't happen or doesn't work, uh, we definitely have something to go ahead with. Um, I think, uh, let's see, my Monday evenings are now tied up, but uh, other evenings are currently free. So um, if you wanted to plan for, say, Thursday evening, I think that would probably work. Um, or what do you, what are you thinking? What yeah, you, I'll, I'll think the same as well. Is Thursday evening spot is still open, and um, that gives us a few days to uh, settle down, see if we converge on something, and okay. kind of see if we get a, a uh, kind of a signal. I think Emiliana was interested as well. 
Um, okay. So we could start, kind of start sounding out people that were considering it. One other thought I had was that um, uh, there's a scene, I think it's in John, where Jesus has this interaction with the disciples uh, and everyone says, is it I? And then uh -huh. Jesus says, it's the one I give this, this bread to. And I was thinking that would be an interesting passage to reflect on together in this context. I haven't read it recently, but uh, right. it seems like <laughs> second desk, yes. Um, so anyway, I was thinking that maybe a, a slightly, and I had something very different the first time around. I haven't looked at it in a month. So okay. uh, I was thinking of, you know, looking at that passage and then maybe coming up with another draft of the COTB, COB, whatever the would be, right? Uh -huh. um, whatever. Anyway, maybe try. Maybe we'll put together another draft if the spirit leaves, and then we will see. I'm actually going in to get my second COVID shot today. So it's probably possible I will be completely out of it the next few days. I don't know yet what my uh, functionality will be, but hopefully by Thursday night I'll be back on. Yeah, I was. I was. I was curious if I had any tech friends that were getting the shot and uh, what their what the level of research they've done. Uh, I'm guessing that your wife, as a medical professional, is under pressure uh, to do that. And um, have you have you done a lot of research and satisfied yourself? Uh, I've not done a ton of research. Uh, this is uh -huh. one of these things where uh, weighing uh, my ability to evaluate the research versus Looking, I mean, I, one thing I did do is I waited kind of until the first several rounds of people. So basically, I'm relying yeah. on social proof that a large number of people that I know I have have been gone through this process. And um, most of the people I've heard complaining about that are have been mostly concerned about the personal risk they might experience from having the vaccine. Right. And yeah. I'm far more concerned about the global social welfare aspects of it than personal risk. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah. So anyway, speaking of which, I should probably get going on this. And okay. uh, uh, but yeah, we'll stay. We'll stay in touch. We'll text back and forth, and we'll see if something happens this Friday. Yeah. Well, let's let's touch base. When did you say the vaccine is? Is that tomorrow? No, like literally, I like, know, like I'm in line now. I have to finish filling out the form. Oh, oh I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, so let's yeah. After you've recovered from that, uh, if there's any recovery, then you know. Yeah. All right. All right. Great. Bless All right, you. God bless you, Robbie. Bye. Bye. Bye.